Welcome to Bohemian Chat City. I'm a highly abductable person. So uh, I want to start by telling everybody happy Labor Day. Yes. Even though when you hear this, Labor Day have, has already come and gone. But we, we are recording this on Labor Day. Uh, so much for not laboring today. For real. Well, <laughs> you know, this is more fun than it work. Is. It I is think. for sure. We decide to uh, <clears throat> to go to Dallas Aquarium today, right? Why did you do that? Uh, because Ashley likes to do stuff with family. I don't mind it, but you know how I feel about big crowds like that. You know, people actually actually told me this. She was like, because she she finally admitted she was like, I don't listen to the podcast. Well, we already knew that. Yeah, but she says because I over dramatize situations. I mean, yeah, I don't though. You 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 do and you don't. Like I I sell it, but as far as like what happens is not over dramatized. No, no. When you tell when you say something that has actually happened, I mean it's what happened. Yes. But I sell it, but you do. I don't. Yeah, I guess over dramatized would be the word. But then again, it's not. I don't really think it's over dramatizing it. I think it's more of when you're talking about it. It's more of like an excited utterance type thing. I mean, I could come in here and be like Morgan Freeman on the narration of what happened to Andrew today. One episode. Can we not do like one episode where nobody knows what I said? Either way, yeah, and yeah, especially y'all are never gonna know what he just said. So, um, but no, uh, I just you know, it makes for great content, but sometimes like I just wish things would just happen the way they're supposed to. So Ashley's okay. car started making a rattle noise, which rattle is usually red flag, red flag, red flag, right? Yeah. But here's the deal. The rattle is only on the passenger side up front. Okay. Okay. The car does not drive any different. It doesn't. No pull shakes, to no one pulls, way, no nothing. nothing. Okay. Uh, there is not kicked any kind of uh, codes or check, yeah, codes, uh, check, check lights, nothing. nothing. Right. Car is fine. Uh, just has a rattle. And okay. it's mainly, you mainly hear it when it idles. Right? Not saying that it doesn't do it when it's driving, but you hear it when it idles. Uh, could be a lifter. No. I already know what it is. We we figured out what it was. Did somebody drop something? No. So, uh, Hurry C makes this like high pitch, like, ooh. The fan motor. And it stops, right? And it does it every so often. Today, we're driving to her parents' house because we wanted to go to the Dallas Aquarium, but I was like... Because at the time, I didn't know it was this. But I was like, we're not driving your car to Dallas. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So we called her parents because her okay. parents have... The big car. Two extra cars yeah. at this point. No, we took the Kia. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I told Ashley, I was like, we're not going to drive it. We're going to take it over. So we get right there in front of First Baptist Church, Cleveland, right? Right yep. at that T. Yeah. And uh, so she stopped and you can hear it rattle. Right? Okay. So I kill her AC. And she's looking at me, she's like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, because you've had issues with noises from your AC, I want to cut your AC and see if it's that. Because then I've isolated from, it could be a number of things to something with the AC. Look at you go. Right? Like, it will, and, and it's not even like, it's not even an edu, like, I, anybody that knows me knows, I know diddly squat about cars. Correct. Like, I know nothing about cars. Yes. Like, I can change a tire. I can change oil. I don't. But you can. I can. I know how. I know how to change what my brakes now, thanks to Marshall. You're welcome. Uh, I now can change the rear end in Ashley's car, thanks to my stepdad. Yep. You know, I know how to do things. Like, I can change an oil pump like nobody's business, <laughs> thanks to the 08 Dodge. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure Wait, I can do that fuel in my pump. sleep. Fuel pump. pump. What did I say? Oil, oil pump. pump. I, sorry. Fuel we'll pump. cut that out and say fuel pump. Just no, so I'm going to leave say, it in. Oh, God. Please don't. But anyways, I know how to change a fuel pump because I had to change five of them. I even know how to change an oil filter in some of the older models uh, before they started putting the oil filter in the oil pump. 
Yeah. God, fuel, fuel. I'm done. I'm done. Good night. We'll see you guys next week. So anyway, as you can tell, Andrew, honestly, just I don't know anything about cars. No, I don't. And, and you know, sometimes I hate it because Ashley and not even like on purpose. Right. Yeah. But there are times Ashley makes me feel demasculated because I don't know about cars. Okay. Because her dad does. Yeah. My brother-in-law does stuff like that. But I can't help how I was raised. Like the fact you were raised a spoiled brat. Yes, I, I mean I'm not even going to try and bounce around that. Anymore. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say brat, but definitely dad, spoiled for sure. So my dad was the type of person. A he never worked on his cars. He always took it to somebody. Yeah, because he was not a professional. He was a welder. Yeah, he did not do cars. Correct. He was not a mechanic. His dad was not in his life most of his adolescence and early teenage years. So he he didn't have a man to teach him those things. So therefore he didn't either. You know what I'm saying? So he always took his car. So therefore, I never learned about these things. Heck, Whereas my, me, my me first are, truck yeah. blew up on me because I didn't know you had to change the oil in them. Yeah. I was never told that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and like people are like, oh, well, you should have figured that out. I did when my truck caught fire. Yeah. When my truck blew up, I learned I've got to keep the oil changed. And I've, I've never, you know, I've been late a couple of times, but I've never not got my oil changed pretty regularly. Yeah. See, I use full synthetic. I've used. Since I had the green, the green mm -hmm. F-150, I've always used full synthetic high mileage in mine. So anyways, back to my story. Yeah. So Ashley's like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, because your AC was making noises, a different noise. So if I turn it off, I can see if that cancels out the rattling. Mm -hmm. And we know it's isolated to the AC. Yeah. And like, I don't... I don't think she did it intentionally. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. just she was. I think she was probably just more curious or well, trying she, to figure out. Well, what no, you're doing. she was like, but I think she's more in panic mode of her car because she's like, "What are we gonna do?" You know? Yeah. Uh, but still, she was like, "Okay," and I was like, "You know what? Like, I'm not. This is why I don't. Mm -hmm. Like, this is why I tell you just to take it to somebody. Yeah. Because when I try and do it, you make me feel like I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. You know? So I was like, man, whatever. So we get to the house, to yeah. her parents' house, and she's sitting on the work call, and I tell her, I say, pop the hood. So, like, I'm I'm up under the hood. Like, I'm just trying to see if anything is loose. Uh, I'm trying to isolate the area in which the rattling is in under the hood. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to see what I can find out to well, you're where pretty I can much start doing, looking. Well, yeah, you're and you're also pretty much doing anything a mechanic would, or yes. if you called me to come look at it, that's what I would do. So... Lucky enough, my father-in-law is, I wouldn't say a master mechanic, but the man knows his way around vehicles. Yeah. You know? Uh, so I went inside because I, I isolated where it was, but I had no clue what it was. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I went inside. I was washing my hands. And, you know, I was like, Robert, I don't like, I know where it's at. I just don't know what it is. He went outside. Ashley had already turned the car off. She was walking up and he goes... Go start your car. Okay. She was like, okay. So she starts it. It's rattling, right? Mm-hmm. He says, turn your AC off. Turns it off. Guess what? Rattle stops. Nice. He says, turn your AC back on. Turns it on. Rattle starts, right? He mm -hmm. said, and she was like, well, it's, it's still rattling. He goes, turn your AC off. She turns it off. And like, we're by the doors now. And he goes, yeah. do you hear a rattle? She goes, no, he goes, all right, now turn it back on, turns it back on. And he goes, he looked there, he goes, uh, you need to go buy you a new compressor. <laughs> Dang. Turn around, walked off. And I looked there and I said, I told you it was something to do with that air conditioner. I said, but you don't want to believe it when I say it. But as soon as daddy says it. Yeah. It's now all, it's, it's, it's truth. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, see, like I was doing the right thing. Like I was on track. Yeah. And you can make me feel that way. So anyways. We uh we decided we're not going to drive the car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's parked at her parents right now. Uh, we took the Kia up to Dallas. Uh, they have a brand new Kia Forte, which is pretty awesome little car. Yeah. Uh, we drove it to Florida. So, we did that. We get to the Dallas World Aquarium. And I am not shouting them out. I am shouting them down. Oh, really? Yes. That okay. was the dumbest, the dumbest thing in the world. 
Really? Yes. Listen, people, if you are in Texas or if you decide to come to Texas, save yourself 40 bucks and go to Sequest in one of the malls because you will have a much more better experience. You know, I don't think I've ever been to the Dallas World Aquarium. I don't. think I think we've always taken Maddie to the Sequest or Sea Life yes. things in the mall. So much better. Yeah. Dude, to start for two adults, two kids... just to get in the place. Jesus. Right? So we do that, and you basically pay, go through a door, and then you're stuck in a line pretty much the whole way. Have you ever been to Moody Gardens in Galveston? No. Okay, well, then you wouldn't know what I'm talking about then. Uh, Basically, I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. It was not a good experience. Yeah. It was tons of people. People are rude. Yeah. Like, this is what I don't get. Where have people lost the common courtesy in a place like that mm-hmm. where you see that I'm with a woman and two kids and you insert yourself in between me and the woman and three kids? Uh, I'd be like, uh, no. Well, I can't tell you how many times me and Ashley said, uh, excuse me. Yeah. You know, I was like, dude. There were some cool animals. I'm I like, yeah, but it, it's overall, not worth the overall. Money. It's not worth it. It's not worth the money. Yeah, it really isn't. Like you could save so much more money and go over to the Dallas Zoo. Yeah, which is three miles back towards where we're at, uh-huh. and have way better time. Yeah, like I will. I will. Like I love the Dallas Zoo. Dallas World Aquarium is a joke. Tis a joke. So yeah. we did that. Uh, Got done there, went and ate at Red Robin. Yep. That's my business right there, homie. Nice. What'd you get? Uh, I just got a regular cheeseburger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I keep eyeballing that uh, it's the Burning Love Burger. Yeah. It's jalapenos, pepper jack cheese, and homemade salsa. Ooh. I keep eyeballing it, but I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm if I can dig salsa on a burger. Get Jackson to go in halves with you. He would eat it, too. I know he would. Yeah, uh, no, so I just got a regular cheeseburger, some fries. Yeah. Uh, root mine, beer float. Mine and, Maddie's, mine and Maddie's favorite place to go get a burger at, if you're talking like a restaurant like that, is Twin Peaks. Maddie loves Twin Peaks. Hey. <laughs> they got some. And, and what's funny is the first time I mentioned to somebody about taking my 11-year-old daughter to Twin Peaks, they were like, why would you do that? I'm like, well, first of all. I'm trying to meet her new stepmama. Well, not. <laughs> Touche, touche. <laughs> not only that, oh, man. not only that, but <laughs> she she likes her food, and that's yeah. one of the bigger places that we can go besides like McDonald's or Dairy Queen. Grumps, dude. What are you talking about? Uh, wait, we've never had Grumps. Um, anyway, you've never been to Grumps. Is that what you just told me? Yes, that's what I just told you. Holy moly! Wednesday, we're going to lunch, and we're going to Grumps. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm I not really one. thought you were going to have some smart aleck comment to that, and I was going to have to re- rebuttal and, and dance around that. All right. <laughs> we're going to lunch at Grumps. Okay. The best queso burger I've ever had. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know if you like queso burgers. I've never had a queso burger, so. Oh, my God. How have we been friends 28 years, and you've never... Bro, you're best friends with the fat guy. I know And this. you're not living outside the box? No. Bruh. Come on. Because my fat guy best friend is always too busy. I'm not always too busy. Not what are you talking about? Most of my schedule right. is through the week is spent with you. Well, this is also true. But you are correct. There's one one thing you are correct about. Your, your schedule is never too busy, especially for food. Preach. <laughs> That's a... There ain't been more a more truer statement, factual statement that's come out of your mouth than that right there. I know. Daddy loves his food. Yes, you do. But anyway, so back to my, my story now that we've gone down multiple rabbit holes today already, and we're only 17 minutes into this. I take Me and Maddie go to Twin Peaks. We go once a month. We go to Twin Peaks, and we go once a month to main event. It's just that's our thing that we do. Maddie loves it. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I've had people tell me that I shouldn't take her places like that because of the way the waitresses are there. I'm like, well, guess what? Everybody's got to get a paycheck, bro. First of all, that's my kid. So I'm going to do what's better, what's right, you know, by her and for her. Secondly, it's not like they're walking around naked. 
Naked. I love how you didn't say naked. You said naked. Naked. (laughs) Naked. See, that just sounds weird to me. Yeah, naked. Naked. Anyway, but I like, obviously, I'm not going to take her on lingerie night, okay? You know. Yeah. I'll be there on lingerie night, but I'm not taking her. Yeah. You know, but, and like the same thing with Hooters. Like, I took Maddie to Hooters. Hooters has an awesome burger. Yeah. Me and Ashley have, have went to Hooters numerous of times. With or without kids? Uh, I don't think we've ever taken the kids. Not, you, should, you should take your boy. See how... I, hey, bet, listen, I bet he gets at least three or four phone numbers. Listen. <laughs> I'm going to tell this anyways. I don't care. Yeah. My dad took me there when I was 12 just to make sure. And the, oh, like, really? That's, that's all I'm going to say about it, you know? Yes. <sighs> and now you'll never know what he said. I'm, I'm trying not to overload y'all with that that drop, but sometimes, man, it's... Actually, at some point, we'll just completely cut the whole thing out, rather, so we don't have to say it so much. All in good time, I guess. Yeah. You know? Uh, Pretty soon, these people will know everything. Everything. But, yeah. Dude, okay, Malcolm in the Middle. Uh-huh. Do you remember that show? Yep. The little brother. Yeah, How yeah. he used to always just whisper things. He'd be oh, like... Creepy little... Yeah. <laughs> creepy. He'd be like, sandpaper. Sandpaper. No, not Malcolm in the Middle. The Middle. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Not, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was a funny show, The Middle. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was hilarious. Uh, but no, um, I don't know where... But Twin Peaks, dude, listen. I'm not hating on Twin Peaks. When we used to live in Bedford way back in the day, yeah. they used to be my spot, dude. They had the best buffalo chicken sandwich in the game. Yeah. I don't know how good it is now. I have no idea because I always get... I forget what the I exact name of the burger is. With cheese and mayonnaise only because I'm Marshall and I don't like anything on my burgers. Actually, uh, wrong. Black olives and mayonnaise because I'm the most. <laughs> that's a, that's my sandwich, man. Not my. You put black olives on a sandwich? Please tell me you're joking. On a sub sandwich, yeah. Like if I go to Subway. Oh, that don't count. Okay, then. So shut your mouth and let me finish talking. Yeah, no problem. All right, thanks. All right. Are you finished talking now? <laughs> I should have saw that one coming. Anyway, long story short, I take my kid to Twin Peaks. I've taken my kid to Hooters. They're restaurants. People get over it. It's that simple. I've just I've had people tell me that I shouldn't do stuff like that. There's always those people. And I'm just like, okay, Karen. Red Robin, though, dude. Dude, they do root beer floats, and you get free refills on them. That's, yeah. wow. That's, like, really hard to Dude, come by. I ordered a Dr. Pepper, and then uh, I forget what happened, so I, like, I like mentally tuned out for, like, not even that long, like a second. And apparently, Ashley, Emma, and Jackson all order root beer floats, right? Well, she brings the root okay. beer floats to the table, the waitress. And I'm looking at Ashley like, bro, are you really, like, are you letting them have a root beer float? And she has, a, like, this tall one, and the waitress, I'm like... Bro, you just cost me 30 bucks with those three drinks alone. Well, no, it wasn't even, it's not even that expensive. Well, I understand, but, but I was. I looked at Ashley and I looked at the kids and I was like, what are you, just jokingly, I was like, what, you get free refills with these? And the waitress looked at me and she goes, actually, yes, you do. Okay, thank you. And she set my Dr. Pepper down and I said, uh, I'm going to drink this Dr. Pepper, but I'm going to need you to bring me a root beer float too. <laughs> nice, nice. So, yeah, man, uh, all in all, we had a good day. That's good. Well, I've got good news. What's that? Uh, so they uh, accepted the offer. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, like I said, uh, wait, did I say last week if they accepted the offer or not? No. Or did I just say I was buying? Sure. Anyway, long story short, uh, so everybody knows that I'm working on buying a house. They um, were sent over the contract today, so they should sign it and starting... Uh, Everything should start processing tomorrow or Wednesday. So I will be in a, in my own actual house come second week of November. What's Pretty the scariest started. thing about being a homeowner? I don't know yet because I, uh, I don't know. I'm not there yet. I'll let you know. I mean, what are you feeling right now as far as like, so you, you've gone through, the process went a lot faster, right, than you thought. Oh, yeah. From time I... Called the lending company. Once again, nobody ever listens to Andrew. Um, I want to say what three weeks, maybe a month total. Uh, from no, start to finish. Long. From start to now, it's probably been three weeks. Yeah. Um, the scariest thing, I would have to say, at least as far as right now, not being able to make my mortgage payment. <laughs> I would say, man, 
Um, that's really the biggest thing. But Home loans are a whole new ball game. Yeah. And you then, know? so I talked to my, uh, talked to Nate today, my older brother. Yeah. And I told him, and he, he's like, so I said, hey, guess what? He's like, what? I said, I bought a house. He goes, like, you paid in full? Like, you're done paying? All? I was like, no dip, dipshit. Yeah. I am buying a house. He goes, okay, so see, there's a difference. And then he went on this long diatribe about phonetics and phonics and grammar and all of this other stuff. Because you haven't bought it yet. Exactly. It's not you, yours yet. It still technically belongs to the bank. That's exactly. You make that last payment. That's exactly where he went with it. I love Nate, but I hate those people. <laughs> I hate those. He is people. a very literal, literal, grammatically correct person. Well, and it's not even that. They're just like he was mainly Nate, doing it to mess with me. Nate is the life of the party. Yeah, I love Nate. You can't ever. I mean, we went to Florida. Yeah, you can't be around Nate and not have a good time. But there are people in this world that are just naturally downers. Like you call, like it, just using your situation, you know, in retrospect, right? Okay. You call Nate and you're excited, like you want to share the good news. Basically, and and we're not we're not even we're gonna cut cut the crap. Like you make these calls because you want to be praised. Yeah, for the most part, you're excited. You want to share that excitement, and you want people. You want the the acknowledgement. I want hey, the feeling. You did it, and that's exactly straight up what I told him. I said, "Okay, you can shut the f up now." And this is all I wanted to call for, and this is what I wanted you to tell me. Hey, you could have shut that conversation down with one question. What house do you own? Good point. Because the military owns his house. Yeah. Because <laughs> he lives he's on base. rent. <laughs> yeah. But no, so like basically when we share good news, it's because we want to be praised mm-hmm. for it. And and listen, that's not conceited. That's not cocky. It's a natural thing, right? You I'm, get 30, a, I'm 34 years old buying my own house. Yeah. Like you buy a new car. What's the first thing you want to do? You want to go show it off to your what was friends? the first thing I did? I called you and said, guess what I did today? Yeah. And and you want to take by like our, our ride of passage in the Lawrence family. As soon as we bought a new car, the first place we took it was Aunt Vicky's to yep. Shonker Ricky. Because the second you got his seal of approval, it was a good car. Yep. You, you made a right decision. So people do it. And then you call... And you're like, you're just one of them to say, hey, man, congratulations. I'm proud of you. Like, when you called me and I was like, hey, man, I'm yeah. like, you know, it's, of course, I was a little more assertive in the process because I was like, hold up. <laughs> I'm living here, too. Pretty just much. not full time. Yeah. You know, I was like, I need to know where we're living here. I need to know what kind of neighborhood I'm going to be in. I don't want to be abducted because we have some chimos living in the area. I'm a highly abductable person. Okay. Okay. I'm I am probably gold standard top tier for abductable people. Now you're just pushing it. I am. Like people look at me and they're like, I really would love to kidnap that guy. Okay, because they're gonna he be looks able, like a fun time. They're gonna be able to move you. Well, that <laughs> is where I I had to do the counterbalance because I'm such an awesome person. I was like, I've got to I've got to deter. So people you're telling from me you're maintaining your weight to not get kidnapped because you're highly kidnappable. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> That's the drop. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Uh, but no, uh, so I was like, you know, I need to know where we're living, Marshall. Yeah. You know, uh, but no, I was like, I was thoroughly impressed with you. I can't stand Debbie Downers. Like you call them and they're like, well, like my dad. And, and it wasn't necessarily, he w- it's Nate, so you know how he is. He wasn't necessarily doing it to be a Debbie Downer per se, but I was like, I bought a house. And he's like, well, did you buy it or or? It's bought and paid for, or you're buying it, or you just started the process. Uh, the and, the old owners got the money, so the house is bought. I'm just making payments on it. I'm just reimbursing the people that bought the house for me. Is yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. No, I get it. Like when I when I decided to go into the ministry, you know, I called I called my dad, who my dad was not <laughs> a my dad was a Christian. He believed yeah. in God. Everybody knew it, but he never talked about it. But no, man. Uh, so I called my dad, and I was like, you know, I was like, he'll be proud of me. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm doing the Lord's work. Like, yeah, he's got to be proud of me. So I called my dad, right? And I was like, Dad, I want to be a full time youth pastor. Okay. And he sat there on the phone, just quiet, and I'm like, and he goes, Well, son, you know they don't make very much money, right? I was like, bro, come on. Like, <laughs> Jeez, man. Like, not even a second, not even a, well, that's good, son, but. Yeah. Like, he's went straight into it. Well, 
you know they don't make that much money. And I'm like, bro, I will slap the oldness off you. Yeah. Like, I will slap life into you. You know, but... You will feel the love of Jesus. Dude, Debbie Downers, man, I cannot deal with them. Well, and then and then he went into, okay, well, let me give you an analogy. Are you buying the Dr. Pepper you're drinking, or did you buy the Dr. Pepper? Like, you paid yeah. for it. Uh, well, I get, actually, the, I he get used, the context behind Actually, it. he used the groceries in my fridge. I yeah. said, well, technically, I am on my way to buy them because I'm on my way to the grocery store. Well, it depends. If I decide to use my credit card, I haven't bought them yet, but I guarantee you they'll be eight before that payment gets made. Exactly. No, I I get the it context just, behind it. It was just, and basically after like, like I just went off. I was like, all right, dude, I was not calling to get a listen to you go on a diatribe about grammar and phonetics and this and that. All I wanted you to say was, hey, good job, Marshall. Way to go. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like I told him that. I was like, but I mean, I know how my brother is. Yeah. And it was just him being. He meant well. Oh, yeah. It was just him being Nate. Yeah. But he, he he's an analytical mind like that. And yeah. there's just nothing that's going to be. He's 41 now, so there's nothing that's ever going to change about that. Okay, I got to admit, dude. What? You're oh, je- man. You're, you're jealous. What? Of me. For what, buying a house? Just in general. No, because I can't wait for the first appliance to break down or uh, something being wrong with drywall or something like that, and then you got to come out of pocket for it. Uh, because no matter what happens in my house, I don't have to pay for that. Home warranty, my friend. Either way. But no, I'm, I'm not jealous. I'm, okay, the jealous was a joke. Yeah, I know. I, trust me, I am like the furthest away be, from people wanting to be jealous of. I used to be that person and see things like people have, and because I don't have it, I'm like, Ugh. but I'm yeah. I'm thankful for what I have. Yeah, and that's you know all we can be. Yeah, uh, but no, dude. All right, so <laughs> I have made a new discovery with my life. Um. Okay. I cannot stand your children. Uh, no, I most certainly can't stand them. I love them. Love and being able to stand them are two different things. And I can do both. Um, but yeah, dang, you're a diamond in the rough. I don't think, and I haven't come to a full realization yet, but I've acknowledged that I may have a problem, right? And that's the first step to recovery. Are we talking about what I think you're talking about? I don't know. Well, go ahead and say it, and I'll tell you if that's what I was thinking. So, I think I can't listen or watch to murder mysteries anymore. Okay, that's not what I was thinking, but why is that? Bro, I've been listening. All right, so, like, I, I listen to three different crime uh, podcasts where they go through these cases and and murders and stuff like that, right? Okay. I'm constantly watching new murder documentaries on Netflix and stuff like that. Like my whole life is is just involved with murder mysteries and crime and all that. Not because I want to do it. So y'all don't be start thinking, oh, this dude's gonna don't lie. Don't let him lie. No, I don't. He watches How to Get Away with Murder all the time. Just no, so he that can understand is the how dumbest to do it. sitcom ever. Ashley used to watch that. Uh, but no, so I've just been like a scared freak. Like, bro. So uh, I went to Nick's last night. Right? Yeah. You were there. Yeah. So I get home. It's like 1, one thirty in the morning, right? And as soon as I pull up, because you know how, like, my house has the spotlights above the garage and then my whole porch. Yeah. You know, I've, for those of you who don't know, like, I've got a long front porch, like, sitting area, stuff like that. But, like, the left side of the house, like, when you pull in, yeah. is it's all dark. It's completely dark, yeah. Bruh. I, like, I didn't even want to get out of my truck. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, my gun has been coming inside the house with me every night. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I have a gun in the house. I have a gun in my truck. But if I leave my truck and before I get in the house, I'm completely vulnerable. Correct. You know? And I'm a highly abductable person. Uh, yeah, we've established that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, but no, dude, like, it's so bad. Like, so now that I know that, remind me not to try and scare you. <laughs> no, which leads me into how I come to the realization. Are you ready for this? Uh, Ashley scared me out of my skin the other night. Oh, geez. Like, she she never can get one over on me. She finally did it. She finally, I mean, I shook. Hey. Did you call? 
Yeah. So me and Marshall, we're, we're still on the podcast, right? And me and Marshall are sitting here talking about how I may have a problem with listening to, uh, like crime, uh, podcasts and watching crime documentaries on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about how, how I come to the realization that I might have a problem is because you scared me the other night out of my skin. Ah, so funny. <laughs> what happened? So Marshall wants you to explain what happened. So you what had happened was <laughs> he was being a good dad and putting Emma to bed. Uh-huh. And uh, he was standing at her, because you know she has that loft bed, so he was yep. standing at the bed and uh, walked up behind him. And I don't have like a good, uh, I laugh at everything, so I was quietly laughing, but you know, I laugh with my whole body. Like, yes. <laughs> And I said, oh, turned around, <laughs> That is awesome. Good job. Good job. Bro. I was, I, it I, never happened, so I was really proud of myself. I'm proud of you too. I'm good job, Ashley. Marshall Marshall wants to know what how mad was I after the fact? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I think if I wouldn't have been laughing so hard, it would have been a lot worse. Do you think you would have got punched? Uh, it was definitely a risk I was willing to take at that moment. <laughs> Good for I you. Good her. girl. Uh, I think you were like heading that way, Andrew. Well, I didn't know who was behind me. <laughs> he, did, he didn't know what just happened. And, and let me reiterate. I'm a highly abductable person. People want to abduct me all the time. Oh. <laughs> she said, oh. <laughs> Whatever. All right. I love you. Tell the people bye. Bye. <laughs> She sounded so enthusiastic. Jessica does it better. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, people. But no, dude. Oh, I my like, goodness. That is, I'm so proud of your life right now. I'm it's not, not easy, even funny. Like, I'm not easy to be scared. No, you're not. Not like that. Yeah. Like, people jump around corners, and I'm like, uh, okay. Well, she is right. She got me so bad. Dude, I, and, you know, we were talking about how she says I over-dramatize things. I literally shook. And like, how long did it take you to truly get mad at her that she did that? Uh, or was instantly, it instantaneous, yeah. instantly, dude. I was sitting there because Emma's loft bed is up there, yeah. and I'm like, I'm tucking Emma in, and she's talking. So to, you're half bent over, like kind of tucking yeah, Emma in yeah. and everything. Okay, and I'm sitting there talking to Emma, and Emma's, you know, and Emma. I don't know. I guess she didn't see Ashley. Now, usually you can hear Ashley coming a mile away because she's like, clop, 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 clop. No, her laugh. Like well, she said, she too. laughs at everything. She's, she starts laughing before she ever gets there. Dead silent, dude. Did not even have an eat. Because you know how you get like that. That sick spidey sense thing, yeah, as I call it. Yeah. But somebody's like yeah. in in the, the spidey verse. Exactly. Didn't even get it, dude. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm a highly alert person. Like, I, I, I don't, I'm not trying to sound cocky or anything or boastful no i'm really not but you can admit i am a highly alert person i am very paranoid on my own and And now add this (laughs) times fifty thousand, bro a car can't even turn onto a street after i've turned onto it without me saying all right like already opening up my middle console be like all right i wish you would yeah or what what's the term uh mess around and find out oh yeah what what is oh, it? Oh, um, I wish you would test that assumption at your earliest convenience. Yeah, test that assumption at your earliest convenience. But dude, she—it was like the perfect storm. Oh, that's I kid awesome. you not. I'm right in the middle of tucking him in. She does it. I scream. I turn. My my fists are bald, and I'm shaking, and I just walk out of the room. I'm like, I can't even look at like, her. Because right if now. you would have said something, it would have been bad. Had yeah. it been a guy, like it'd have been night. Night, night. Lights it would have been me. Yeah. Like, full sleeper. Two-piece, no biscuit, the business. However you want to put it. Like, dude would have got laid out. Oh, I so wish y'all had cameras. And just, then, just to be able to witness her doing that. And then, on top of that, oh, that I got even amazing. more mad. Because when I finally took a second to realize she got me, uh-huh. I was like, I can't even be mad for her. Yeah. Mad at her for it. Because I'd have done the same thing. Yeah. You know, so that made me even more mad because I was like, <laughs> I can't be mad, so I got to be mad. But I got to be mad at nothing and be, be be mad at the fact that she finally got me, not Bruh. the fact at her. Almost 14 years later, and she 
kudos to her. Oh my goodness! She, when she finally got me, she got me good. I like I said, I wish y'all had cameras so I'd have been able to see that, bro. I'm telling you, I like. After that, I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't listen <laughs> to crime podcast every day. Let me take a step back. Yeah, I was like, let me throw some. So I've been watching ridiculousness. Yeah, you know, just trying to like. So this is what I've been doing, okay? Because uh, as as a crime junkie. Okay. Which is one of the podcasts I listen to. Shout out, girls. Thank you. But I'm a crime junkie, so therefore, like, I can't quit cold turkey. (laughs) I'm, like, legitimately talking as if I'm an addict. Okay. Yeah, you are. Uh, Yeah, you are. So I can't quit cold turkey. So what I do is I'll relapse every day. I'll go I'll go my but, sleep schedule without watching it, but when I get but up again. What I do and when I say this, people are like, What is he, seven? No, he's six. I watched the murder documentary and let me let me let me explain. The documentaries themselves do not scare me. Right? Okay. It's the thoughts that linger after. Like, is somebody in my house? Is somebody going to snatch my daughter in the middle of the night? Is my wife going to come in here and hit me with a syringe full of death medicine? <laughs> death serum. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. Death serum. But I it, like death syrup. So better. it's not the it's not the podcasts and it's not the the actual documentaries themselves that scare me. Yeah. Uh, it's just the thoughts after you watch it. You're like, wow, this could really happen to somebody. You know, like. So then, like, pulling into places, you're a lot more like, where are they? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that now. <laughs> I, I got nothing either. Oh, you you were going to tell me. Let me see if I get this right. You watch an episode okay. of a crime, murder, whatever. Yeah. And then you watch an episode of Ridiculousness right after that. Uh Or at least two or three episodes of the murder, then two or three episodes of the Ridiculousness. And then try and relax. You're pretty, like, you're 98% there. That's better than nothing. I watch one of the documentaries. Okay. Right, which is usually about an hour and a half if it's not an actual series. And then you watch a whole season. And then I watch about two hours worth of Ridiculousness. (laughs) just called it. Just to keep my mind completely (laughs) off of it. See, that right there is what 28 Years of Friendship does. I kid you not, Marshall. Like, I... Like, I'm already, like, paranoid now going into, like, dark places and stuff like that. Yeah. I kid you not, I've had so many bad dreams of, A, being murdered, B, my kids being abducted and not being able to do anything, C, somebody coming after me now. It's not good. Yeah, see, I don't even watch these things or listen to these things, and that's one of my biggest things is something happening to Maddie that I can't, like, stop. Like, I won't be able to stop. You can't control it. Yeah. That's the scariest part. Like, like me personally, I'm not a very, not caring, but I'm, I'm, I don't worry or I don't, you know, I just live my life day to day and whatever happens, happens. But yeah, that's one of those things that's always in the back of my mind, especially now that I have kids, you know, that I have Maddie is just like, I'm always mentally preparing for something to happen yeah, just to be able to be like, okay, uh, figure out like what possible scenarios could happen yeah. and how I would react in that situation. Obviously I can say now like, Oh yeah, I'll be big, bad. I'll beat your blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. But until that actually happens, I honestly have no idea how I'm going to react. And, and honestly that I mean, yeah, I would do whatever it took to protect my daughter, but Who's to know if I'll actually be able to? Bruh. <laughs> this is why I've got to slow down. <laughs> that is exactly why I've got to slow down. I mean, down. You, you understand what I'm saying. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm just like... It's been my life the last three <laughs> months. <laughs> Jesus, man. Dude, you need to really just take a detox day. <laughs> and, and actually, not even three months. So, I never really listened to... like I, I've watched murder documentaries on Netflix for as long as they've been putting them out. Uh, it's just, it's crazy to see the behind the scenes of some of the biggest, uh, murder trials and stuff like that, that have happened in our country that have been nationally televised. Yeah. Uh, but 
it's really gotten bad when we went to Florida. Okay. Uh, I listened to... Wait, the, when we went or no, when, when you me, and your family went? Yeah, when went. me and the family went. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I listened to this podcast called The Adventure Zone, right? And we'll bleep that one out because they ain't going. Oh, no, they're not. Yeah. Uh, and it's a and d podcast, yep. right? It's three brothers and their dad. They sit around, they play D&D. It's really funny. Uh, so I was listening to that because I was driving and Ashley finally got tired of it. And she was like, I can't do no more of this. She was like, this is too nerdy for me. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then she was like, she put on, uh, anatomy of murder. Yeah. Uh, which is a huge nationally syndicated podcast. And, uh, so I started listening to it, dude. And I was hooked like, dude, the rest of the way down there, the whole time we were there, all the way back. Yeah. Like, it's all listened to. I'm like, I'm fully caught up. I listen to all like hundred and something episodes that they've done so far. Jeez, man. Yeah. And then on top of that, I've picked up crime junkies. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've, I pick and choose cause they don't just do murder. They do like missing. Yeah. Uh, they'll exploited things like that. Yeah. They'll go through, uh, like serial killers and stuff uh-huh. like that. But I just do like the murdered or I, I'll listen to some of the survivals. Yeah. You know, people getting abducted, but being able to come home, thank God. Yeah. You know, and I'll listen to those and uh-huh. it's just, have it's you taken ever over cried my, listening to one? No, but I, w- I would, to be completely honest, um, uh, so I watched, oh, it was one about a guy who killed his wife and two daughters in Colorado. Uh, hold on. I know I know which one you're talking about, actually. It's called American Murder of the Family Next Door. Yep. Uh, and it was about, I forget the name of the people. Uh, oh... Uh, the Watts family. I'm not going to say any first names, but the Watts family. Yeah, how, I've heard about this one too. And so I was watching that documentary on Netflix, and when it got to the end where he finally admitted that uh, he had killed his wife, and I was like, cool, that's every other murder documentary or snapped or first yeah. 48. But then when he went and was talking about killing his daughters, and like I, I bawled like a baby when he was – I guess confessing, I kid you not, Jackson and Emma both sleeping in their beds. I went in there and I kissed them both. Yeah. And I went in there and I actually was on uh, the computer doing homework. And I said, Ashley, I just need, I need you to talk to me right now. And I cried and I was like, I don't know how anybody could do that to their kids. Yeah. I understand. Well, I don't understand. Like, cause he, he did it all to get out of the marriage. Like that's... Uh, where, how do you get to a point where your last option to get out of a marriage is murder? I it's don't know. Divorce people like it's it's there for a reason. So death do you part doesn't have to actually be death do you part. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I I get there there's plenty of stuff that we'll cut out. Oh of yeah. Uh, so I get people's mindset of killing their spouse i don't i don't agree with it i I don't understand it but it happens so much now like i get that that's a mindset that people have yeah i don't like it would never be a, a an uh, option for it, me i mean and you you know the history of me and my ex yeah. my ex-wife and i would never at this point like i would instead of giving ashley the decency of killing me or me killing her i would rather stay with her miserable so her life's not enjoyable then. <laughs> you ain't happy? Ha ha. But how a man could take the life of his own kids? I Oh. I mean, what kind of monster? I'm not, I'm not even going to sit over here and play devil's advocate for that because I have That I, I don't would, get like I would never I don't like let me let me put more emphasis on the fact I don't agree with killing your spouse. I don't I don't agree with killing really period. Even though if somebody comes into my house, I'm defending my family. It's if it's uh, okay, our lives. All right. Yours. First of all, there's a difference yes. between straight up murder and defense. Yes. Okay. So that's where yes, that's where we don't want that to get mixed up. Yes. But again, yeah, I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. I would never. On my, I swear on my dad's grave, I couldn't do it. 
Like, it, like, say, like the spouse or the kids. Either one. Yeah. Because if I because a all right, totally hypothetical scenario. Let's do it. Very disclaimered, totally hypothetical scenario. No, y'all can tell he's thought about this. I kill. Let's go. I kill my ex-wife. What does that do for my kid? That, that sends her, her a takes her mother away. It takes her father away. B too. it takes her father away because I'm going to jail. If, C if not the death penalty. If not, C sends her to live with me, Ma. Or she doesn't have anybody else. Yeah. Oh, I mean her sisters. But that's not any better than going to live with Meemaw. Meemaw is the winner. So Meemaw wins. Yeah. Do you, I, I, like I said, there's too many other options out there to, to resort back to that. Yeah. But like I said, so spousal killing is something that's. There's so many instances yes. of spousal killing, whether it's the spouse actually did it themselves, whether it's murder to hire to murder, all this and stuff. And see, so. I, I'm not saying that I get why they do it, but I get that it's a thing. Right? Yeah. But how anybody could kill their kid? I, it's that, an innocent child. He had two innocent daughters, six. I think it was like six and three or six and four, somewhere in those yeah. age ranges. And the first thing when he said that, because Emma's six. Yep. When he said that, you know, your mind goes to, you know, like you in that situation. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's what scared me to my core because, like, not saying that I'm going to do it, but that's how your mind plays. You know, you're like, man, I couldn't imagine. So then what does your brain start doing? Well, let's imagine then. <laughs> let's go through the scenario. Yeah. And and that I never once had a doubt, but it was like just a good reassurance that my brain was saying, no, you could never do that. I, I know for look, my heart tells me every day. There's no way you could do that. Yeah. But my brain reassured me. No, bro, you have nothing absolutely to worry about. <laughs> yeah, like, you're good. I have nothing to worry about. I wake up and and my day doesn't fully start until that little girl comes in there and acknowledges that you're I'm alive. There. Yeah, you know, like so I couldn't. And Jackson, I mean, Jackson's too cool for people. Yeah, but yeah. you get those very like today we we're at we we're at the aquarium, right? Uh huh. And he kept reaching for my hand, which he never wants to do that. You yeah, know, he's nine. He's too cool. You know, he had a Steph Curry hat on. He was cool. But he kept holding my hand, and, like, we were in a situation where I couldn't really, like, hold his hand for too long. Yeah. And then he grabbed my hand and goes, Daddy, just hold my hand. Okay. And I was like, I don't care who I have to tackle. <laughs> I'm not letting go of this boy's hand now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those, those kids are my life. I'm lucky. I am so lucky, Maddie being 11 years old, that she still holds my hand. Like, we'll walk through Walmart and she'll hold my hand. Awkward. No, I'm playing. I, Ashley asked me the other day. She goes, <laughs> no, hey, let me ask you this then. Because Ashley asked me this. We'll, we'll end on this, okay? Uh, but Ashley asked me this, and I, okay. didn't know, I didn't know how to answer it. So your, your daughter is older than mine. Yeah. So Ashley was like, when is it unacceptable to, to kiss on the lips, your kid? And it's like when when somebody asks that question, when somebody poses that question, you start thinking, "Well, crap is it is it not acceptable now?" Like my daughter's six, like is that not acceptable now? My daughter's eleven. Yeah. When I tell her, like when I tell her to give me a kiss goodnight, yeah, we kiss on the lips. It's just that's that's how I've always showed showed her affection. I, you asking me what's too old to me. There's not like a number. I don't think there's an age because that's just, that's how I've shown my kid affection. That's how I taught her to show affection. Okay. Yeah, but when, when, when do you feel like the age might be? Honestly, like honest, to okay. switch from the lips to the cheek. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I think, okay, I'm her dad. Love her to death, obviously. I think if she becomes uncomfortable with it is when it needs to stop. That's my opinion, but then again, it could also be when she goes through puberty. So, like, when she gets her first period, if she... Wow, this know, is not what this podcast is about, brother. But what I, I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying yeah, is... Yeah, no, I agree. Or I, I see... Emma's, I don't know the Emma's, answer. So. Emma's six. Yeah. Okay. I love her. You kiss her on her lips or on her cheek? Uh, the, a lot Obviously, of times on the it cheek. varies. Yeah. But 
every parent is different. But every once in a while, I want her to lay one on me. Yeah. You know, I love yeah. her. So, to me, asking me that question, I could say 11. But I honestly, see, but to a certain extent, don't really think that an age can or should be put on it. Yeah. I think it's just the the comfortable level yeah. of which the child is okay with it. See, and that's why, like, because there's not an age. So, like, if I go in and I tell Emma, hey, good day, kiss, you know, and she don't want to kiss me on the lips, like, I don't push the situation. Oh, exactly, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Because in my mind, I'm like, all right, yeah. creep, go on, you know. Yeah. But, so that's why I don't, I don't push it, but... Uh, and I mean, obviously, we're going to have other people that feel way totally different because yeah, I've had people tell me I should not be kissing my daughter on the lips at all. Like, that's just not something a father should do. Well, why is it OK for a mom to do it, but not a dad? Yeah. See, I mean, not to go down that rabbit hole, because if you really want to, I can. And see, and and this is where there's kind of a double standard, right? Because exactly like Emma six. And I'll still kiss her on the lips, but, like, me and Jackson don't do it. Like, me and Jackson don't even really, like, he doesn't ever really kiss me. I can't even get a real hug out of the boy now. You get the little side hug runoff thing? Can I, or no. Or, like, a bro hug? I get the what Emma does where they just lean into you oh, yeah. and don't even wrap arms. Yeah, and I tell the girl that she ain't getting away from me, and I'm not leaving until she gives me a real hug. Yeah, but, like, Jackson, we stopped really even... More or less showing affection kind well, of thing. It's not 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 stop. just kissing. Yeah. Like so, me and Jackson, when he was about seven, instead of kissing, like we give each other a headbutt. Me and Maddie do that too. Yeah, like yeah. a little soft one, and you know. And oh like, no, it ain't soft in my house. Oh. It's try and break each other's. Well, skull. We just kind of you know. Yeah, touch foreheads. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do that, and like now, me, him, and Emma, instead of saying "I love you," even though we still say "I love you," yeah, but instead of do that, we'll touch our nose and point to the other yeah. person, and see me and Maddie. We, ours is a little longer than that, but we pointed our eye, do the heart, heart symbol, yeah. and then the U. That's too long. Or point at each other. I wanted something quick, because when I drop them off at 10s, I don't walk them in a lot of the time. So, Emma always, she'll walk about halfway up the sidewalk. Yeah. And then turn and look at me. And, like, for a while there, I was like, you know, I, by the time I would roll the window down, she would already lose interest. Yeah. So, then I taught them, you know, just point your yeah. nose, and, and that's our signal for yeah. I love you. Yeah. You know, so now when I drop her off, she'll walk up about halfway up the sidewalk, turn around and go. Yeah. And me and Maddie have those things, too. Most of us, most of the time, it's me and my daughter flipping each other off. That's how we say I love you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Mind you, my daughter's 11. Yeah. And, and like you were saying, tons of people are going to have different opinions on that. That's why they're, I mean, it, it's such a. And see, honestly, and what such a broad topic because everybody sees it different. But it's a broad, but it's more it, honestly. If you think about it, it's somewhat of a taboo subject as well. You know what I mean? Because fathers are supposed to show affection and love to their daughters, but only to a certain age. Is I mean, is that what most people say? Like, I'm sorry that you can't justify. Me. Well, guess what? First of all, it's not you that needs to be justifying me. You just need to stay out of my business. You, you know what the problem is? It's free for people to stay in their own lane. Yeah, but you know what the, the main problem is with dads and daughters? is because if you look at the society standard of uh, inappropriateness with children, who's at the forefront? Most of the time, it's the father against the... No. What? It's just men in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter the, the situation, but if you see a man... Being, and I'm going to use this word, but don't take it for more than what I'm saying. When a man's being intimate with a child, right? Because there's, yeah. there is a level of intimacy to even a kiss. Correct. You know, that is me showing my daughter affection. Yes. You know, uh, but I don't mean sexual into, in, uh, bleh. intimacy, intimacy. Thank you. Yes. So when people see that in public, they immediately register it with pedophilia. Say yeah, it what it well, is. Well, I was I was going to say just inappropriateness with children, but pedophilia, yes, yes. So th I th I think that's why the father and daughter is such a bigger red button topic and than not and mother and son and all that. Because let's be honest, it's a double standard, right? 
And and this is where, when like it, like when Maddie was little, okay, and I was with her at Walmart by myself. She had to go to the bathroom. She's four years old. What am I going to do? Let her go into the women's restroom by herself and hope nothing happens? Or am I taking her into the men's restroom and just knowing yeah. nothing's going to happen? See, Emma at six, like, I'll do it at Walmart. Yeah. I'll let her go into the girls' bathroom. Correct. I didn't start letting Maddie go into the girls' bathroom by herself but until I'm she was about seven. But I'm still uneasy about it. So what I do, what I do, even now, and Maddie's 11, so she literally is old enough to go to the bathroom by herself, right? But I will, um, we'll go to the bathroom, whether whatever store we're at, and if it's just me and her, she'll go to the bathroom. I will holler. I will have her open the door, and I'll holler. Is there anybody else in here? If yeah. nobody answers, I stand at the door with my foot between the doors so it doesn't shut all the way. Yeah. And if somebody comes up to the door, another lady, I'll explain to her, "Hey, I'm waiting on my daughter." And she's like, "Okay." I, yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's no big deal. But then obviously, you're going to have some of those people that are like freaking out. I'm going to end on a question for Walmart. Okay. okay. Walmart, why is it that you can put in 40 self-checkouts, but you can't jump on the Target bandwagon and put in a family restroom? That Even uh, HEB has a family restroom. Bruh, get on the bandwagon, Walmart. Like, one yeah. family restroom in the middle of the guys and girls, like, that would solve so many problems for... Especially me, who has a like eleven year old. That's different. Yeah, but she's she's fully capable, capable of, of going doing it herself. Yeah, well, not only that, just acknowledging threat opportunity and being or being aware of the situations. situations. Yes, yes. My six year old doesn't. Correct. She, you know, six year old, and that's why a lot of kids that age are target because they don't right off the bat, especially if somebody hears me like this podcast. I really should not be using my kids' names. But I'm I've I've put in place situations like Jackson. He's nine, he understands stranger danger. Yep. You look after your sister. Yep. You know, like and there's not many times where my kids are left my kids are never left at home by themselves right now because they're not old enough. Correct. So that eliminates that threat. Jackson knows how to shoot a gun. That eliminates that threat. Yep. But in a bathroom there could be a weirdo hiding in that bathroom. Yep. Emma is, he won't make it out of the bathroom with her because I'm right there. But who's to know what's going to happen in, in the, the bathroom. bathroom? Yes. And by that point. It's too late. It's too late. Yep. Walmart, put in family bathrooms. It's not hard. Listen, I'm not going down this whole gender thing. Oh, no. And all that because we could easily tie that in there without even batting an eye. Put in family bathrooms. Give, you know, if, if and honestly, I don't know in I, a situation like ours where we're fathers who are potentially alone in stores with our daughters who are at an age where it would be awkward to take them into a men's restroom or us go to the women's restroom. Which yeah, would, it, it's a situation where it's not comfortable for anybody in either situation because Emma's sick. She's still young enough that I could get away with it, but. Yeah, I don't need her seeing what's in a men's restroom. Exactly, she's past the age of where that's acceptable. Correct. I think. I, I mean, me personally, I think I stopped unless I just absolutely had to. I stopped taking Maddie in a men's restroom with me when she was probably about four, maybe three. That's four, about five. I think. Well, I think five is a little too old, but right around three or four. Yes. Just because there are times like you, you're a single father now. Yep. It's very rare that you'll ever be with a woman with Maddie to where the woman can go with Maddie to the bathroom to yeah. have safety assurance. Correct. There's a lot of times I'm at the store with my kids without my wife. Yeah. And if my son has to go too, you know, I'm, I don't go in with him if she's in, but I just stay out. Yeah. And, and, and I hold it. And that's what I do. I... Will and again, obviously, as I've stated, Maddie is older than your children, so yes. Maddie is at the age she is is able to go in there. But I walk her back there as soon as um, she goes in. She goes to the bathroom, and I stand outside the door for her. And then what? And then I tell her, "Okay, I've got to go to the bathroom now myself." Yeah. She's obviously old enough to be aware of certain certain threats. Yeah. 
I told her, I said, I don't care if you see, and this is what I've taught her. If you see anybody that you don't know, that just makes you feel uncomfortable by a look, a wave, anything, you come in that bathroom, you come into that bathroom and get me. Yeah. And that's the only time she's going to go in there. And I said, at that point, I don't care who's in there. If she is scared and doesn't want to be out there by herself, she has to come in there and get me. Oh, completely. And some people yeah. might have issues with that, but guess what? That's me protecting my child. Yeah. And if you have a problem with the way I protect my child from certain situations, then you can go somewhere and not listen, not talk. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No, if it comes down to, to, to your comfortability, Karen, or the safety of my, my child, the I don't of my care child about your comfortability at all. I don't know you exactly. I don't care, but no. And what I'm Walmart would be, it's an easy fix. It's a multi-billion dollar company. Spend $60 or $60,000 or not even that much. 20,000. You could. Okay. So if you were to take out, because what's funny is at our local one, what do you have? You have the men's bathroom on the left and the men, and the women's on the right. Correct. Right there in the middle. And what's in the middle? A janitor's closet. So it's not like you don't have water lines. It's not like you can't turn that into one big room with one toilet, a sink, and a diaper changing station. Put that janitor's closet back there in the offices and stuff. It's that simple. Yeah. And literally all you're having to do is make a bigger door and tear out maybe one or two walls to make it bigger. And then running, so and you're, putting the toilet in. You're there. looking at, I would say, total renovation because they have grand. probably two bathrooms per store. Yeah. So I would say at least I would say 40 about grand. forty to fifty thousand per store. Yeah. And I'm that not saying that they still, don't have it at some stores. exactly, but at just at least at ours. Cleveland Walmart, come on, guys, you don't realize how much more at ease you would put not only fathers but parents in general. Yeah. And how many threats you could neutralize. Not even the axe. Even the threat you could neutralize by putting in a family bathroom. Yeah. I like just, I said, HEB has a family bathroom. Yes. Target has it. Like, I believe me. I've been to so many stores that ha- even even some gas stations now. Yes. Have family bathrooms yes. for or, that. Or they, what they've do, done, what I like, a lot of gas stations have taken the men's and women's restrooms signs off. And just made them two man or woman bathrooms because a lot of them are just single uses. Correct. You know, you have the bigger chains like uh, Quick Trip and Racetrack, uh, but you have those who have the multi. But if you go to like your your local gas stations, you know, the smaller ones, yeah. they're all single use bathrooms. Exactly. So a lot of them have made them just dual gender bathrooms. Correct. Uh, or I'm not going to say dual gender, just general bathroom. Just general use. Anybody yes. can go in any bathroom in the store. Which makes me feel better because I will walk in with, I love gas stations like that because even if like gas stations like that, yeah. single use bathrooms, uh-huh. I will just take Emma into that bathroom. Put with her in me. the corner. And well, I, nine times out of 10, when I go out with my kids and my wife is not present, I make sure to use the bathroom before I leave. Yeah. Uh, and then I limit my drinking, yeah. uh, my consumption of liquids, because I don't want the risk of having to use the restroom. Okay, while so there. so what I've done, so what I did was, as Maddie started getting older, he's installed a catheter, so it's not a problem anymore. Well, and then days he forgets to install it, or he's just sore, he goes with just the adult diaper. It depends. Good night, people. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but what I always did, especially when she get when she hit about three, four, it, um, I wasn't really comfortable. Still, I think up until she was like probably like six and a half or seven, I didn't feel comfortable letting her go in the female's bathroom by herself. Yeah. So I would take her in the men's bathroom with me, and what I would do, she would close her eyes, I would hold her hand, we would go to a stall, she would face the corner. I would use the bathroom, and then we would wash our hands and leave. That's the way I did it. A, so she wouldn't see Pretty anything. sure if you took bathroom out of the equation, you just described the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it happens. Just saying. No, I... But A, that kept her from seeing things she didn't need to see at that young of an yeah. age. And B, that let me know that she was safe because she was still with me. Yeah. Uh, moral of the story, people... Don't watch don't watch crime documentaries or uh, listen to podcasts. 
uh, unless it's Crime Junkie or Anatomy of Murder, because those are two really good ones. Uh, Marshall, I love you. I love you too, Andrew. All right, guys, we're out. Later.